0: This episode has been created thanks in part to Google's accessibility team, who has put together such a wonderful support page. In fact, they list every single one of these gestures I'm going to talk about in this podcast episode. So, dear listeners, I'm going to put a link in the description, and if any of you need a quick look back without listening to this whole entire thing, look no further than Google itself, the creators of Android. My name is Ashley. Now, before I go any further, the first thing you're going to want to do is press the power button. 3 PM. You'll hear the time, then you swipe right with two fingers.
1: WhatsApp. And you have two. unlocked device your device. Unlocked.
0: This is your blind techno geek that explores Android, and today is Talk Back Day! iPhone users rejoice because some of the basic gestures do transfer over from the iPhone to the Android. But please do not get bored, and most of all, please do not snore, because I'm gonna go about this as though I've never used a smartphone in my life. For those people who have not used a smartphone before, and so, they're gonna have to learn an entirely new system. But for you iPhone users, as I said, keep listening, because guess what, people? The gestures get more complicated. (laughs) A lot more complicated than you could have ever imagined. So. Without further ado, I'm going to start with explore by touch. So I'm going to start with the one finger gestures. There are two finger gestures, but we'll get to those later. Just know that everything I'm going to be doing until I say so will be with one finger. Beginning with what Google calls explore by touch, which is basically dragging your finger around the screen. You can do this on the home screen. You can do this in Facebook. You can do this in Twitter. You just basically drag your finger around the screen and explore what is on it. Google. In my case, I'm on the home screen. I just keep my finger on the phone.
1: Prime video, Amazon. Prime, Amazon, Amazon folder, camera, Amazon messaging, phone, two new events.
0: And just for the fun of it,
1: Amazon Alexa.
0: Ha ha, I triggered everybody's A-ladies. So anyway, there's a common misconception about touchscreens. These are coming from people that have never really used them. And some people that have, but they are kind of uncomfortable with it. So the common misconception is if you single tap on an application, it'll launch. Nope, that's not the case. If you single tap on an application, Google search, it merely selects it. That way, let's say you actually want to go into Google search. All you have to do is double tap anywhere on the screen. Repeat, I said anywhere on the screen. It could be at the top, it could be at the bottom. Google search is near the top of the screen. So on purpose for demonstration, I'm gonna double tap on the bottom of the screen.
1: Showing nine suggestions.
0: Guess what, people? You still launched what you wanted, which is Google search.
1: English, US, Google search.
0: I hope you stand relieved. So now that we know we don't have to worry about bumping open an application with a single tap, let's learn an easier way of exploring the screen. I'm at the top of my screen right now and I want to get to Google. What do I do? Well, I swipe to the right.
1: Durham, United States, Sunday, February 24th, current time 621 p.m. Sunny, 65 degrees Fahrenheit. And again. Update. And again. Google. Google search. Oops, I
0: missed it. What do I do? Well, I swipe to the left. Google. And then I double tap anywhere on the screen.
1: Showing nine suggestions. System status, change keyboard, multilingual typing, Gboard. And again, Editing. this Search
0: works with any blocks. application unless the application does not work with TalkBack. And I will review some apps later in the podcast. But for now, let's just continue to learn the gestures. But what would happen if you swiped up and down instead of left and right? Ah... Swiping up and down, no matter which direction you go in, takes you through a list of what they call navigation settings. And that determines what the left and right swipes I just taught you do. For example, let's start with default. That's basically what I just showed you. And that is swiping through elements on the screen by using left and right gestures. But if I swiped down again, Characters. Uh-huh. You can navigate through characters by swiping left and right. And that is extremely useful when you just made a typo on that word, on that text you were just about ready to send. So you could swipe left and right through characters. If you made a typo, for example, you swipe left. E,
1: capital L, space.
0: But if you just want to find out how a word is spelled,
1: space.
0: how about swiping to the L, right? E. And if you continue to swipe to the right, it'll just jump down to the next line and start spelling out the next character. Words. Words, of course. That's definitely self-explanatory. I swiped down to get to words. Phone, phone, three. Now I'm swiping left and right. I'm swiping mostly right. There we go. And I'll just jump down to the next line on the app screen and uh, start Three. just New Amazon. continue to Alexa. give you the words. Camera. Oops, I totally just triggered everybody's A-ladies again. I really didn't mean to do that this time, I promise. Paragraphs, paragraphs if you are the type of person who dares to write a book on your phone, <laughs> you're going to want to swipe through paragraphs. If you know which one you made the error on, or you just want to do some editing. And again, I'm continuing to swipe down to go through all of these settings, headings and links. Those are extremely useful for web pages, but if someone just sends you a link via text message, links is also an easy way to swipe through to get to that link. That person just sent you Controls. controls. That's for stuff like radio buttons, and buttons, and text fields, and search fields, and checkboxes. So if you're filling out one of those silly forms or personality tests online on your phone, then navigating through controls would be an easy way to do things. Well, iPhone users, I hope you're awake, because this is where things get a little bit complicated. You see, Google has implemented a series of two-part gestures. And these gestures aren't two-finger gestures. Don't get confused now. These are one-finger gestures in which you swipe in one direction, and then, keeping the same finger on the screen, you swipe in another direction. And you have to do it quickly. You can't go slow with these gestures. It's swipe, swipe. It can't be swipe, swipe. Otherwise, you may find yourself getting lost on whatever screen you're on. There are two types of two-part gestures. One is called the back and forth gesture. The other is called the angle gesture. Let's start with the back and forth gestures, which, as their name suggests, you swipe in one direction, then go the opposite direction. So let's swipe up, then down.
1: Weather clock.
0: That wraps you to the top of the screen, or to the first item on a page. What if I swiped down, then up? Apps. Yep, you guessed it. It took me to the bottom of the screen, or within an application, the last item. What if I swiped left, then right? That would scroll backward through a page, if it has more than one screen, as Google puts it. And in the case of the home screen, it does nothing, since there's nothing to scroll back to. Now, what if I swiped right, then left? Screen two of two. It took me to the next screen. I just scrolled forward. Now, as Google puts it, if you're on a page longer than one screen, then you can use that to scroll forward. I've tried this in the settings application, and I do find that sometimes TalkBack doesn't speak. Even though you've scrolled forward. So then I use explore by touch in order to get me where I need. And if I'm not exactly where I need, then I scroll again. Then use explore by touch again. So, what about these angle gestures? Ah, they're more complicated because you have to swipe, as Google puts it, in a right angle. For example, let's just swipe to the right, and then down.
1: Notification details, 7.47 p.m.
0: So that's your notification center. That's where you'll see text messages, emails, and other applications that send you notifications. To go home from an application, you swipe up, then left. There is also a home button in the bottom middle of the screen. If you're in one section of an application, and you want to go back to the previous section, you swipe down, then left. There is also a back button in the bottom left corner of the screen. If you want to see an overview of the recent applications you've opened, you swipe left, then up.
1: Amazon Alexa, overview screen.
0: And to go through those recent applications, of course, you can do the gestures I taught you earlier, which is swiping to the right or to the left or exploring by touch, for example. Swiping up and to the right will bring you to the local context menu, which varies depending on which application you're in. For example, on the home screen, this is what you might get.
1: Alert local context menu. Actions, local actions, navigation.
0: I'm swiping right and cancel, left through button. the menu, mostly right. I'm gonna double tap on cancel. Home what if you're within an application camera. that has no menu? Let's go into the camera, for example. I double tap, camera. Camera. and I'm gonna go up into the right again.
1: No menu items.
0: That's the message you will hear if there is no local context menu. If you swipe down, then right, you're in the global context menu. This menu does not vary depending on what application you're in. You can access it from anywhere.
1: Alert global context menu. Read from top.
0: Ah, this has some extremely useful features.
1: Read from next item. Repeat last utterance. Spell last utterance. Copy last utterance to clipboard. Top back settings. Text to speech settings. Languages.
0: I'm swiping to the right through these options.
1: Dim screen. Cancel
0: button. Alright. Now just double tap on the cancel button. Guess what everybody? We've come to all the two finger gestures. Yay! So, what would happen if we get tired of that right and left, right and left, right and left to scroll forward, or left and right, left and right, left and right, to scroll back. Well, your fingers get really tired, so you want a lazy way to scroll. (laughs) So, pretend I'm in the notification shade. I'm not going to do that because I don't want it to spurt out my personal business. And I want to scroll through that long list. If I swipe two fingers up, I will scroll down. And if I swipe two fingers down, I will scroll up. It's very similar to the iPhone gesture where you swipe three fingers up and three fingers down. So, iPhone users, don't get confused if you ever switch to Android. I have accidentally done one gesture on another phone before like that. So, yeah. (laughs) And uh, if you want to have a new way of scrolling through the pages on your home screen. I found that swiping left with two fingers and swiping right with two fingers will switch between screens.
1: Amazon widget. Amazon folder. Home.
0: Am I on home? I think I am.
1: Prime video. Amazon widget. Yeah. Amazon folder. Now
0: sometimes it'll announce what screen you're on and sometimes it'll just announce an application on the screen. So that's kind of interesting. It's done both. So, yeah, the joys of Android sometimes being a bit inconsistent. Guess what, guys? Congratulations. You've learned all the talkback gestures. Thank you for listening.